This is the Growth Mindset Podcast with Ronald Hunt, where we take the research and writing of Carol Dweck and apply it to your life. We will break glass ceilings in education, government, and business through best practices. If you are ready to change your culture, we will show you how. Hey, it's Ron at FunnelFun.co. I'm going to be teaching the success principles again. It's a six-week mini-course, and it was uh, written by Jack Canfield, who is just famous for winning, winning, winning. Uh, I'm going to teach you how. So here's some of the things we're going to learn. How to change the outcome of any event simply by changing your response to it. How to access powerful mentors and friends who will open doors for you. How to complete past projects and heal relationships and hurts so you can embrace the future. How to prepare and be instantly ready when opportunity comes knocking. How to implement the unique time management system that ensures you'll have time to focus on success. This one I like. How to say no to the good so you'll have room in your life to say yes to the great. How to ask for and get everything you want from people who can give it to you. Why you should drop out of the Ain't It Awful Club and instead surround yourself with successful, positive, and nurturing people. How to maximize your success with money, your finances, your future, and so much more. I'm Ron at FunnelFun.co. That's starting soon. Another growth management program. Arthur Ware, uh, Art Ware, as I like to be called, and our words both are going to be a little muffled because we're both uh, 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 with our masks and um, prepared to do the protection that we need to in order to operate in this new environment. Uh, so, Ron, you have done a monumental amount of work on this uh, chapter. Tell us a little bit about what you've done, and then we're going to go get right into it. Well, this chapter is titled Sports, the Mindset of a Champion, but I want to give a little preface to it because I know that it's, it's going to take me about 10 seconds. Sports, per se, can be considered a metaphor. And let, even if you don't really follow sports, let's just give this episode a try. All I had to do was mention sports, and I almost lost one-third of my audience. And that would be a shame, because the people who succeeded in using growth mindset in sports can teach us something. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, you know, being an athlete... Uh, I certainly understand uh, the mindset uh, that exists uh, to be a champion. And uh, one, one of the things that kept uh, showing up over and over was uh, mindset uh, and uh, excelling. Uh, the, the two of them went hand in hand. And... Um, you know, she starts out uh, talking about Billy Bean and uh, this whole thing with uh, the money ball. Um, and, and then, we, you know, we get into uh, some, some of the, the champions that are noted in here. And very, in the very early part of this chapter, she talks about Michael Jordan. Uh, and we all know uh, his accomplishments and we all know where he came from. Uh, and, you know, there's this whole idea, and I, I think this is the world's idea. It's not, certainly not 
anybody else's, but it's something that's been uh, clearly uh, thought of in the world is that you have these great abilities and you just kind of just swoop onto the scene and all of a sudden you're you're a champion. And we know for sure it just doesn't hardly happen that way. And so, Ron, what what's your message in, in that regard? I've got a few, but what's yours? Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's let's go back to Billy Bean. Mm-hmm. We 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 have to we have to we always consider him this great great baseball executive mm-hmm. because he had success with the Oakland Athletics, mm-hmm. and then he finally won that world championship with the Boston Red Sox. And his theory of producing a champion was different from the conventional wisdom. But how did he get to this place? And I think this is the fascinating part that Billy Bean can teach us here. Mm -hmm. Billy Bean was the natural. Let's talk about the concept of the natural. Mm -hmm. In sports especially, everyone believes in talent, especially the experts. Sports is where the concept of the natural was born and nurtured. Billy Bean was a natural. Mm-hmm. He was a next Babe Ruth. He had all the tools except for a growth mindset. Except for the growth mindset, he he didn't put in he didn't put in the work, uh, and as a consequence, somehow though he he comes he he arrives at the tools to be a growth mindset in a different venue. Now, how did he do it? This is this is this is the interesting part. He, when, when he was when he was in high school, he was the quarterback. He was the best scorer in basketball. That's, that's what's so dangerous about being, you know. You, 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 I've had friends of mine. I have a friend that's at Oxford. He says it was very dangerous in his life. Everybody thought he was precocious and he was the right kid and all that. He said sometimes sometimes he looks back at that and it trips him up. And so. That's what happens here until until you get to some place where you see that work pays off and you get convinced and you and you turn your thinking around. He had a fatal flaw, and his fatal flaw was his fixed mindset. And let, let's talk about this for just a second because that's why we're here. Now, he had so much success. Everyone told him he was the natural. Mm-hmm. He never learned to fail. Mm. So when he started to fail, his world was torn apart. Right. As, as most of us are, and we we we're not, you know, taught because I believe in life and life and balance, and you know that needs to be taught, you know, at early ages. And if you're not taught that, then and then you're not taught how to excel and how to put work in and how to you know achieve, then yeah, that, that that's what happens, and, and that's what happened in this case. Well. Fixed mindset. In his mind, this is the self-talk he heard. Natural talent does not need effort. Effort is for other people. Natural talent does not ask for help. Mindset. Because that would be an admission. mindset people. (laughs) Right. That would be an admission of weakness. Right. So he's coming up through the the minor leagues, and he can't hit worth worth a lick, and he's not listening to any of his coaches. And he sees this this other guy in the outfield um, playing some ball. Not a lot of talent. But, you know, just always a lot of energy. and Determination uh, and work ethic and, and all these things you need in order to, with a little bit of talent, you can excel. 
And I grew up in New York City as a, as a New York Mets fan, so I, I, I knew of this guy. This guy was named Lenny Dykstra. Mm, mm, mm. So Billy played with him in the minors, and he ended up using this guy as the prototype for his, his eventual success with building championship teams. Now, how was Dykstra different? He was the grinder. He ran out every sure out. He never let an outfield wall slow him down in pursuit of a mm. fly ball. He would bunt to advance the runner. He learned the skills necessary, even though nobody wanted to bunt because you didn't you didn't get the girl. You didn't get you didn't get the steak dinner if 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 you if you moved the guy over a base. <laughs> but that's how you help the team win the game. Right. So um, so back to the natural. Physical endowment is visible, and there's always someone on the team that is bigger in size and build or better in agility. Exactly. Practice and training are also visible, and they produce visible results. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about some more athletes, man. This is going to be a fun week. This, this is going to be a lot of fun. How about Muggsy Bogues and Doug Flutie? Yes, yes. Two, two of the smallest. Uh, both of them are probably a, a foot smaller than me. So two of the smallest human beings uh, in uh, a giant and huge you know, physique kind of a sport. You need to really need to be of a certain size to, to play it well and to of a certain height in order to make shots and do the things in basketball that uh, make you successful. Um, Except. Right. Except. Except for. But it, it was their heart. It was their practice. Right. It, it, was, it was the mindset that they... It didn't matter that somebody was bigger or stronger or had all the skills. They were gonna they were gonna outwork them, and they did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As here's a guy you never heard of. His name is Glenn Cunningham. Glenn Cunningham. I know. I, have, I don't think I have. Okay, his legs were so badly burned in a fire that his parents were told he would never walk again. He became one of our greatest Olympic runners. So think think about that. We'll have another story about run, running later on because yeah. I, the run, the runners are fascinating to me because I was told I would never walk again. Wow! And um, <laughs> as you can see, that that's that that that's never really slowed me down. Yeah. yeah. So so let's let's go to one 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 of the greatest of all times. Let's picture Muhammad Ali. Now Muhammad Ali was not the natural. He failed the tail of the tape in every fight he had. That is how the experts used to judge fighters back in the day. They would they would go for uh, they would measure their fist size, their reach, their chest expansion, and their weight. Mm -hmm. Ali was always the, the loser in all of those qualities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now he managed to beat every fixed mi mindset fighter he ever faced. He had he had decent skills, but but Ali's strongest was his mind. And he used that to intimidate men who were physically stronger. Yeah, and he 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 could always get into a player's head in, in ways that nobody else could. Uh, and he was he was smart. And he he and he and it it said in here how he studied and he worked you know which is you got to put you know your 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 intellectual part of it and your physical blunt you know he he'd always. You know, would would he he always came prepared? We we will come back to that time and time today. Um, Ali showed us that all victories come from the head and the heart, right? Not not from his fists. 
So this, they play a part, but they 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 got to be in concert with the with 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 the rest of the orchestra here. Give, give me give me a B guy with an A attitude every time. Every time, every time, every time. One is willing to work, one is willing to prepare, and one is willing to put the effort in time and time again. How many times do you think Michael Jordan was benched in college? Uh, not very many, but in high school, <laughs> he didn't even make the team the first time out. That's right, and, and then he got cut. And he got cut. His mother says, well, you know, discipline yourself. And I think that's what he took to heart. Um, because his, I think both of his parents, I knew his mother was, in, 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 was a teacher, uh, perhaps a principal, I don't recall. And uh, so he comes from a background where, you know, he had stability and he had, you know, guidance, you know. And so I think those play those play, play a part. But, you know, the fact that he did discipline himself, that he did work hard and that he did put the work in, and he continued to put the work in long after uh, he was successful, which is what, you know, it also talks about being, you know, once you get to the pinnacle, how do you stay there for a while? you got to continue to do what you were doing and do it over and over again. One of my favorite Michael Jackson stories is uh, his last game of a college season. He took the last shot, and he, he, didn't, he didn't make the shot. And he stayed in that gymnasium and took that shot another hundred times after everyone left the floor. Self mindset. He was never satisfied with his performance, and that humility allowed him to elevate everyone else who ever played with him. And, and I'll tell you somebody else who is the ultimate picture of fixed mindset and one that worked hard, I mean, worked extremely hard, and, and that's uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable he was, he heart. Was a, he was a... He, he achieved things because of his mindset and his attitude toward work and putting in, in, in effort. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, I've heard many a times, game was over, and he's taking, you know, a ton of 12 racks of balls, and he's shooting until 3 or 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Yep. It, that, that's, um, that's what the, uh, the growth mindset will teach you, is that it, the practice does pay off eventually. It does. It does. So let, let's talk about Babe Ruth. It, it, uh, one, it, one of my favorites. Now, he was not a natural either. Yeah, you have, you have, that's some of the stuff he used to do and how he used to drink and... Yeah. eat all these crazy things and then all of a sudden you know he could go into a mode and he could discipline himself and he would you know but he was a pitcher you he, know he, and he came up most as, pitchers can't hit <laughs> he came up as a pitcher so that allowed him to play with that swing mm -hmm. because no other player would would have been allowed to, to to swing the bat that way but because he was a pitcher he got to practice that for seven years before he became an outfielder mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. even though he hit a couple home runs he mm -hmm. struck out all the time. Didn't he have a record for strikeouts? He, he held the record for strikeouts for a long, long time. Yeah. So, too much food, too much liquor. After seven years in the bigs, it looked like he was washed up. Yeah, yeah. in 1925. 1925. Yeah. Yeah. Washed up, everyone said. Yes. So he had two choices, believe them. And how often do people with fixed mindsets believe that those, those voices? What, that's what caused them to, to, to become crushed in spirit. And, and become discouraged and, and, and unwilling to go forward. His other choice, change your outlook. 
His next five seasons, listen to these numbers. Uh, uh, forgive me if you don't like sports. He batted 354. He averaged 50 home runs and 155 runs batted in every season. Wow. Wow. Practice and discipline, knowing more work and less play were his only way back. His lack of the grace, grace at the plate early on did, ended up being one of his greatest strengths. So, another fasted, fastest woman on earth, Wilma Rudolph. I love this story. Yeah, this is a great story. Great far, story. far from a physical wonder as a child. Mm -hmm. Born premature. Yes. 20th of 22 children. Yes, yes. Constantly yes. sick. Yes. By the age of four. Listen to this. Almost dead. Double pneumonia, mm -hmm. scarlet fever, and polio. Mm -hmm. Left leg mostly paralyzed. Mm -hmm. Ten years later, she goes out for the track team. She loses every race. She loses them for a while. Oh, yeah. She loses them for a good long time. Also, also another runner, Jackie Joyner-Kersey. She had more innate natural talent than, um, than, Ma than Wilma did. Right. But she still finished last in almost last in almost every race. But she kept grinding and practicing and eventually began to win. Practice was the catalyst for her success. Yes. In yes. her own words, there is something about seeing myself improve that motivates and excites me. Let's talk about that for just a second. Isn't that the, the most amazing phrase? It is. And, 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 and a lot of times... You know, we're not taught that we can do that, you know, and as a result of that, you know, we throw in the towel too early. You know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think it's Ogmandino, another one of the people that I uh, really admire. As a matter of fact, my son is reading uh, Ogmandino's book. He's read, the, you know, the, the way the book is structured is it's called The Greatest Salesman in the World, which is, you know, you can put a lot of words in that. In that title for salesman, you think persuader, uh, encourager, the greatest, whatever, you know, dad, husband, wife, whatever. You can, you know, uh, it doesn't matter what it is you're trying to do. Uh, in the book, it's called The Greatest Salesman in the World. And so uh, in, in uh, Ogmandino's book, he, he, he refers to, to um, staying the course, staying with it. And then turn in the corner. Eventually, you will turn the corner. It's in one of his. I mean, the way this book is set up is that you know you read the the, the the narration of the book, and you get to these scrolls, and you're supposed to spend one month reading breakfast, lunch, and dinner, each scroll until you get to all ten scrolls. And the reason you read them three day three times a day is that the idea of what's in those scrolls gets into your subconscious mind and starts to change your outlook it's so amazing I, I i love the concept of using the subconscious and we, we are definitely going to have an episode on that coming up yeah that would that would be another good one for us to do a few oh absolutely few, absolutely uh, absolutely we we can we can we can cert we can certainly talk about that all yes. day long yes yes back to sports for just yes. a second maury wills famous dodger player not a great hitter but his superpower was believing in himself. Maybe a bit too much. He kicked around the minor leagues for eight and a half years. He finally allowed himself to be coached. 
and he changed his mechanics and practiced every day. Even when he wanted to give up, he finally found a coach that refused to give up on him. That was the key. And we're going to talk about coaches in just a mm -hmm. second, mm -hmm. because everybody, it, whether whether you are on the top of your game or, or looking to get on the top of your game, there is a perfect coach for you out there. And and Very that perfect point. coach Very good point. will get you to finish that book. It'll get you to start that podcast. Right. It'll get you a promotion at work because you'll you'll learn how to how to achieve and and let people know that you've achieved. And everybody should have a friend, a coach, a pastor, or somebody that's in their corner uh, and that they can trust uh, and talk about anything uh, so that they can get to, uh, you know, life is about going to different levels. I mean, you can't, you know, uh, I hear a friend of mine who does a, a real estate show on XM, and she says that your community is either getting worse or it's getting better it's if it stays the same it's equal to getting worse right it's either getting worse or it's getting better same thing with us if we're we, we are not getting better and we're staying the same obviously we plateaued and we're getting worse and so that's what happens with coaches and with people that can you know encourage and exhort you to you know, go to those other levels that life has for you. Until you close your eyes and start pushing up daisies, you should be trying to get to another level. Not out of arrogance, not out of, you know, uh, of trying to acquire more things. I'm talking about personal development and being able to deliver uh, a better service to people that you are blessed to serve or teachers that you're, or teacher, teachers in terms of, teaching students that are able to prepare, prepare and teach students. Whatever the, 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 the calling is that's on your life, uh, the idea here is find those people uh, that are in your corner, those coaches, those teachers, those uh, pastors, whomever it is, um, could be next-door neighbors, uh, that nobody has a, has a uh, lock on uh, the, the encouraging... Um, supporting kind of persons that they can be. Uh, just but you just gotta do the work to find them. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll we'll we'll, we'll circle back to that one. Mm -hmm. So Marshall Falk and Tom Brady know where every player on the field is going to be. Isn't that amazing? Now, how does that Isn't happen? That amazing. How does that happen? That's effort. It's determination. It's effort. It's pr preparation. It's it's, it's preparation yeah. for those two. It's about time watching football. They they sit they sit in a room, and they see where the safety is going to go. They know and on each play and on each formation, they know that if they if they trust their quarterback to do the right things and make the right reads, where where the linebackers are going to go, and that will give and in their mind they can visualize that success when the play starts. You, you and know, this is you know who else was exactly. This, these, this kind of uh, talented uh, that I know of is probably many of them, but one that I know of, Tom Landry. Yes. Dallas Cowboy coach Tom Landry, late Tom Landry. Yep. He he knew everything about every part of the of the play, and it, you know, it was uh, some of it was innate ability, but probably the most of it 
was that he was, you know, had, was determined to to put in the work to be prepared. Exactly, and we'll talk about John Wooden and, and his preparation in mm -hmm, just a second, mm -hmm, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the last part of this is, is we need to be able to cope with setbacks. Remember we talked about Billy Bean not being able to cope with setbacks mm -hmm. and how this will affect your success. Right. This builds character. You have to be able to get up and keep moving even when you're not on top of your game. Right. And we don't really measure character or honor it enough in America. And this this is something well, where if we if we can I, I like I said earlier, I, I think you know we're we're consumed by what the world thinks. Right. And what people think out in society is you know that you are born with a certain ability, and you don't have to do much in order you know because you're natural. All, all those things you hear it all the time. You hear it all the time in media. You read it all the time and books and newspapers about, you know, the, the natural ability and the, the great talent he had and all that, you know, it, you don't, you never hardly ever hear of anybody say, well, yeah, he was, he had polio, but, you know, he was able to overcome that and, you know, wasn't supposed to walk again. You know, you hear those stories, but not as much as you hear the, hear the other side of those arguments. And I think that's why, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're marred in situations where people don't overcome or they could become crushed because, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a quote-unquote meltdown or whatever you want to call it. Right. You know, it's because of mindset. Mindset, she, she says it in here oftentimes how mindset and character, growth mindset and, 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 and character go hand in hand. Here's, here's where, where we get our character. It's, it's again, not just innate. But it can be learned, and this 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 is a really key concept. If you're an athlete, if you're a realtor, if you're a pastor, if you're in business, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. So, here's how you learn character. Find find your coach, find or find someone who has good character, and follow like them, that. and right. study exactly. them, exactly. and talk to them, and. Let them mentor you a little bit. Right. One he, of the reasons I'm here with Ron, because he has good character. And he's, you know, a person that is at a level that I'd like love to be at. Just, just to, you know. Your, your, gro your growth mindset will show you the way. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have character, you're going to have the ability to win when you don't have perfect conditions. Mm -hmm. When you're not at your peak, when your emotions are not quite right. That's when you got to rely on character. And, and if it's got you, any flaws in it. I used to work in dentistry years ago mm. and there, there there's a there, there's a uh, term that we use for bad uh outcomes in making dentures or making dental appliances and it's and it's uh has to do with uh with uh with 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 coarse uh coarseness in plastic uh and it's, and it's re re really it's just uh it becomes flaky and, and it has holes in it air bubbles in it that's what we call porosity. Right. And so what, what we're trying to do here uh, in terms of discussion is what we try to do with, with dental appliances is build them with no porosity in them. Uh, so we want you, your character, you know, we, we all got character. We're, we're human beings. We got character flaws. But we want to try and take as much of the ferocity out of your character flaws so that whenever there is a meltdown or there's a situation, 
that you know you've got you've got character that you can draw on, and and it's reliable uh, to to so that you can continue uh, to achieve and continue to strive uh, and, and and make gains. And true, you know, as I said, life has levels, and we if we keep living, we keep going and striving for other levels. What we're trying to do is make sure you have no porosity so you can keep going to those other levels. When we start talking about business in a couple episodes, we're going to talk about a value ladder. You can use a value ladder in your life just that way. Fantastic. Yeah, let's, yeah. T- let's talk about the two great coaches that, are, that, are, that we can identify with the growth mindset. And coaching, mm-hmm. it, you, it's not just that they're great coaches, but they find people who are coachable. John Wooden and Bill Belichick. They're both acknowledged Define, yeah, yeah, yeah. as being the greatest coaches of, of all time. I mean, if you look if you look at at, uh, at uh, Brady, who was he drafted the fifth or sixth? Sixth round. So so apparently he didn't he wasn't he wasn't the top talent. Otherwise he'd have been drafted one or two. And the experts were also concerned that he had that California mindset. Mm, but mm. just the opposite. He was he was the guy who stayed after practice. He was the guy who watched the film. He he was totally focused, and, and he's taken every perceived slight. And this is an interesting thing, and you see it not just in athletes. Trigitary. Right. He he uses it as fuel. He'll never forget that 256 players were picked before him. Michael Jordan. There were two players picked before Michael Jordan, and you look at it and you go, how can you pick someone before Michael Jordan? And it's it's because of external factors that people don't acknowledge the ability of the growth mindset combined with the talent right, right, that they, right. that they can take things to another level. That is right. That is right. That is right. And, so, and the, the ability and the determination to work and grind, as you said earlier. So both both John Wooden and Bill Belichick, are, again. We we can they both had failures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before they were considered geniuses. Mm-hmm. They both developed stars who excelled individually within a team concept. Both of them would start players who were not stars at the time, because they had worked hardest in practice. Many of whom would never have played on other teams, so they went looking for players who were coachable and. Who could take it to that next level? Exactly. And this is just amazing, amazing stuff. I, I could talk about coaches all day long. Um, what, what what do you have, Art? I mean, I I think we you know we we're rolling up on a, a full half hour here, so I, I think you know um, let's look let's look at some of these uh, questions at the back of uh, we're we're in chapter four of mindset by Carol S. Duet, PhD, uh, who is a professor now at Stanford. I think she was at Columbia at one time. She started at Columbia, went to Yale and Harvard, mm-hmm. and ended up at Stanford. Not a not shabby a bad, resume. Not, not, a, not a bad uh, academic pedigree there. Uh, okay, so let's, let's just go through some of these questions, because I think that's naturally where we are, and it's only a, a few of them. Are there sports you always assume you... You're you're bad at, well maybe you are, but then maybe you aren't. It's something you can know until you can't. It's something you can know until you put 
in a lot of effort. Some of the world's best athletes don't start out being that hot. If you have a passion for a sport, put in the effort and see. I think that's pretty clear from what I what we've been talking about. Sure. Uh, what do you what you know anything there? Um, nope. I, I, I like. I, I concur with it. I I, I agree. Um, so, is there some sport that came easily to you before you hit a wall? Try on that growth mindset and try it again. Mm, mm. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. I mean, and really, truly work at trying to develop that growth mindset uh, so that, you know, you got it down uh, pat, um, up and down, left, right, and center. Uh, something been exceptionally sometimes been exceptionally endowed is a curse. These athletes may stay in a fixed mindset and not and not cope well with adversity. Is there a sport that comes easily to you until you hit a wall? That's what you just read, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, we'll go to the next one. Um, character. I mean, we talked a lot about character today. Character is a natural outgrowth of that growth mindset, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, think about times you've needed to reach deep inside in difficult sports matches. Think about the growth mindset champions from this uh, chapter and how they did it. What could you do next time to make sure you're in a growth mindset in, a, in, in the pinch? And we've given you a lot of examples uh, this yes, episode, yeah. and I'd like you to go back, if you've gotten something out of this episode, and listen to it again, because you're going to get more. This Absolutely. was a great, great discussion. It was, it was. Athletes with a growth mindset find success in, one, learning, and in two, improving, and in three, not just winning. I'm going to read it again. Athletes with a growth mindset find success in one, learning, and two, improving, and not just winning. Uh, the more you can do this, the more rewarding sports or anything that you want to undertake will be for you. For those who play them with you, and, you know, and for those who play them with you, which is kind of the point, too. This was a great discussion. I'm so honored to be here with you today, Art. And this is Ron Hunt with the Growth Mindset Podcast. And this is Art Ware with Ron Hunt. Uh, 